2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: It's Beam and Beamer. News Radio 930
1: WBEN. Good morning. Welcome to BMAS and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy Monday. Hope you're enjoying the uh, the sunlight.
0: It's nice. Yeah? Nice to start on a bright bright note in the, uh, in the morning. I don't And hate it. nice to uh, be back here with everybody. Hope everyone had a really nice weekend, had a great Mother's Day, um, and hopefully everyone was able to celebrate in ways that they couldn't last year, right? Yes. I mean, you had the option to... Go out for brunch. You had the, you know, to do all these other things that last year couldn't. I remember it was my wife's first Mother's Day last year. I had to, you know, pull up to a place and, like, have them give me a cardboard bag full of, uh, you know, <laughs> a paper bag full of bacon and waffles and stuff. And that was our version of going out for brunch. So it wasn't quite the same.
1: That's right. That that, that time last year, remember, we were doing takeout, bringing it home and making you feel like you weren't at home. Right? Trying to make your home feel like...
0: No. I'm not not putting any effort into that. That's just... I mean, what what are you going to do? Change the drapes and make it feel like you're out to dinner? Uh. Not that far. I just meant like you could think,
1: oh, this is a nice meal. It's like I'm not here. But
0: then again, you are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How about this? I saw this over the weekend. This is out of Salt Lake City, Utah. A move for modern driver's licenses. You see this idea, so the biggest changes over the years to your driver's license. Think of your driver's license now, as opposed to what it used to be. You know, we used to have that floppy uh, little card. Yeah. Now it's a little more high-tech, right? It's got your, you know, see-through image in the corner. It's got a chip in it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, hard plastic. There's all, the you know, it's a little, uh, it's got like holograms on it, all this stuff. Um, scanned, easier coding strips. But bigger changes might be coming soon. This is happening all around the country. A number of states trying to phase in digital driver's licenses. Five states have implemented a mobile driver's license program. And three others, Utah, Iowa, Florida, planning to launch their own programs by next year. So what do you think about that? A digital driver's license, something that is on your phone. Now, before you answer here, this is... It, here are the pros and cons. Obviously the privacy concerns of putting something like that on your phone are I mean there's a ton of them, right? Um, people are using digital wallets. You think of you go to the airport now, your ticket's on your phone. you right. go to a lot of any event now. Uh, if you go to buy Bill's tickets this uh, week, a single game ticket, your ticket's going to be on your phone when you go into the stadium concerts, sporting events. So people are feeling that like there's maybe a growing acceptance for digital IDs too. And it could possibly benefit you uh, privacy-wise in some different ways because you might be able to ch- choose what personal information you wish to share. For example, if you want to buy liquor, you know, you go to a beer store now, they scan your license right. and you give them your license and all everything that's on your license, they can see my fake height, my fake eye color that's on my license, <laughs> they know exactly what I think about myself. But if you have a digital license, you can, you know, choose to only display your age oh. as a way and without revealing your address or anything else like that. So there's there's the positives. I mean, there is one idea of a positive. The other is, you know, of course, we talked so much uh, last week about apps tracking you from place to place with Facebook and Instagram and what they're doing i mean do you want to throw your driver's license now into that mix at all hey uh, so you have a cdl you can uh you know now you're now your ads are all for uh, bigger vehicles (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you this
1: i I like the idea of it brian because as you know i am very forgetful and i can't tell you how many times i'm either going out or just going to get uh an adult beverage and i don't have my license with me i either had taken it out of my wallet and didn't go back in the wallet, or the wallet's not with me. When it comes to money, that's okay because I have all my Apple Pay. If I had my license, it would make forgetting my wallet not that big of a deal, not that big production of going back. That's one positive, but then, as you said, there's a lot of other things you can look into that, well, again, against your privacy, as we see with social media. I think, I think it's
0: interesting, it's another way that you're maybe thinking of things now and you're being asked questions like this that you never would have thought you're going to be asked. No. And and the other question is something that popped up over the weekend, too. Uh, Fauci was on Meet the Press. Yes. And he talked about the idea of seasonal mask wearing because the question was brought up of eliminating those mask requirements indoors. And would states and areas that still have those indoor mask requirements be able to lift those sooner rather than later. And he kind of went down saying, you know, I would expect now, you know, these changes to be made on a more rapid pace now that more and more people are getting vaccinated. And you see the impact of that. But he said, in addition to that, that even if the mandates are taken away, that people might begin to wear masks more often, especially seasonally. You think of things like the flu. We'll play his full comments uh, a little bit later, but and this is basically the gist of what he said. He said, quote, I think people have gotten used to the fact that wearing masks diminishes respiratory diseases. He said we've practically had a non-existent flu season this year because people were doing all kinds of public health things that were directed against COVID-19. And so he's saying that, you know, he thinks that even without a mandate, he's not saying – Now I, this is a very important point, by the way. This is not – he's not saying there is going to be a seasonal mandate on masks. Right. He says people will be electing. Yeah, he thinks more people will be walking around. And we've seen this before. I mean, people have worn – it has not been um, – You know, widely predominant, but certainly in Asian cultures, this happens uh, a lot. And uh, around here, we've seen before people. I was actually watching, it's funny, uh, a Parks and Recreation episode. Remember the uh, sitcom Parks and Recreation? Chris Pratt and, uh, you know, it's got Amy Poehler and a whole bunch of great people. And there was an episode from like its second season that featured somebody running into a hospital. He was wearing a mask during flu season. He said, You know, oh, I can't catch the flu. I'm, you know, and everyone was looking at him I'm like, Whoa, well, why do you have the mask on? You're a healthy guy. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. This is something from six or seven years ago that's directly applying to what's going on right now. Will more people wear the mask? And I think the answer to this is pretty obvious to see to me, and that is yes. I, I think it's clear. That at this point, when you still have people who haven't left their house really in over a year, you still have people taking that level of precaution, then in the future, I think you'll for sure see more people wearing a mask out and about.
1: Yeah, and you know, I had this conversation a few weeks ago, and I said, even when we're not told to wear a mask anymore, we're going to have masks in our pocket for a while, and Brian, I do think people are going to remember. Uh, obviously, this year, I don't think anyone's going to forget it, uh, and they'll they'll wear their they'll wear their mask when you know flu season, when there is some type of virus. And I've always said, it, to me, it, the, the the mask is not has never been a big issue. Uh, the big issue's been not being able to do stuff, even with the masks. Uh, but if that makes people feel safer, especially people who won't go get a flu shot, right now they can take that that. Type of protection against the flu in flu season. Again, I'm not saying it will. It should ever be a mandate again. Uh, but I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be as rare to go to the grocery store in flu season and see people walking around with a mask on. That added protection.
0: 8030930 is the number to reach us this morning. If you want to uh, get in, 8030930, you can give us a call or send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I. I think this. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this too. You know, you have these privacy concerns with cameras everywhere. There's your uh, mask. Uh, <laughs> why oh, more yeah. people might wear the mask everywhere. <laughs> you're just. Uh, you're up here. You're hiding your face from uh, all the cameras that are watching <laughs> you walk in and out of everywhere you go. I do. I. I just don't see this as a very surprising comment from Fauci yesterday that more people are going to elect. Now, if he went out and said that there's going to be seasonal. Mandates on bringing a mask back, then I think you have uh, more of the outcry of what are you talking? About? Every year you're going to be doing this. Every right. year people are going to be bringing the mask back. But uh, especially with a lot of states dropping the mask mandate or at least setting a date to when that's going to happen. We went through them uh, last week and then another one added to the list over the past uh, few days Illinois announcing that their final phase of reopening could start as soon as this upcoming Friday and that June 11th, barring any significant reversals in any key COVID indicator, they would be completely reopened. So add the state of Illinois to uh, the growing list of states kind of putting dates or metrics um, when they're going to decide to, you know, change things around and reopen the state a little bit. I I just don't think it's a surprise that more people, when you kind of look at the, I I mean, there's no other way to put it. The sense of fear that's been put out there over the last year, the sense of fear about this virus, the the fear about catching, you know, some sort of respiratory ailment, that, of course, some people are going to react by taking these precautions throughout the future. I mean, fear of uh, how many times is the word variant? been thrown around over the last several months and you know what do we hear always when it comes to variants well we've been talking about variants for over a year with uh, Dr. Tom Russo with plenty of other doctors who say yeah that is what happens (laughs) with uh, you're gonna have different strains it's going to mutate a little bit it's like the flu yeah it's going to happen and you shouldn't be all that worried about it but the word variant is thrown around like, you know, a grenade into this where every, every time something's quiet, let's, you know, muddle it up here uh, by talking about variants. There was an article in Florida that Florida had as many as 10,000 variant cases were identified in the state of Florida. And the headline is very scary. And for reasons like that is why you would not be shocked to see more people every single day wear a mask. I, I think you look a little bit behind that is. 10,000 cases of the variant and their number of hospitalizations and, you know, new cases and deaths still continue to decline and continue to be on the right path, even despite emerging variants and things like that. So because of those headlines that are still out there using these buzz terms that are kind of meant to scare people into watching the news, I, I would not again would not be surprised to see more people react to that by Every year or so, taking the precaution if they're in, you know, a supermarket or you're in a crowded indoor space, if they feel comfortable wearing a mask, I I don't think that would surprise anybody. And really, I you know I don't see the the that's your prerogative, and it always has been. You've always had that ability to do that. The people have always sold those you know neck gaiters that uh, you see people wearing all the time that you have on right now. I mean, uh, th- that is always kind of been there and been an option for people so i'm yeah of course more people are going to be doing that in the near future yeah and you know i
1: i I hate to Say what everyone's been saying, but you know, COVID's always going to be here. It's not going to be this thing that we're going to wake up one day and COVID will be gone. And I think COVID season eh, will be around the same time as flu season. And again, that extra barrier. And and I've always said, you know, don't tell me what to do. But if me wearing a mask makes someone else feel safer, uh, you know, we do live in a community. Why not?
0: I Yeah, I I don't think it should be mandated on anybody past this. You know, if you choose to do it, that is your own uh, thing. I I do wonder, though, if this is going to create more of a wedge, if this is going to be, uh, you know, driving that wedge even further as this continues. And this is what you can let us know uh, if you want to give us a call this morning on. I, I see this, and it's already been this for the course of the last year, where the mask has kind of become your... political signifier. You know, if you if you're on, uh, you know, Facebook or Twitter and your profile picture is you wearing a mask, um, you know, it's it might as well be your profile picture is I voted Democrat. And, you know, it's it just has that effect. And it's more about your identity than it is, especially you're posting a picture of yourself as your profile picture in the mask, in the mask. <laughs> that is 100% about your identity and right. what you want to convey to people is that this is how I identify. This is the you know my ideals. This is the point that you're going to get from me uh, at the end of the day. And if we do see this continuing, and if people continue to wear masks, um, as not as a mandate, but as something that's chosen, I do see that maybe furthering a little bit where that continues to be less about keeping yourself protected against whatever virus might be around and more so about signifying that, hey, look at me. This is my I have my mask on. That means I'm um, doing my good deed. I am, I'm very cautious. Yeah. That mean you can tell a lot about me. You can tell which way I'm voting. You can tell, uh, you know, what I'm doing in my off time. This is my personal identity is coming forward in the mask the same way uh, someone might wear a stupid T-shirt or you maybe, know, over the last few years.
1: Maybe you think you feel you look better in
0: a mask. I, I mean, you, for some people, that could be the case <laughs> as well. But I do see that is that is the one thing I worry about when I, if you want to wear a mask hundred, you know, hundred percent of the time, 365 days a year from now till eternity, you know, go it do doesn't it, affect me. Do, uh, go at it. Um, it. As long as sometime I'm able to take it off in the gym in the near future, you go yes. right ahead. But that is the one thing that I worry about is this has been such a divisive it's, time. Is that something that's just going to keep that brewing? In the background a little bit, you know, the brigade of people who will not say goodbye to the mask and then the brigade of people who will look at anyone who's wearing a mask and, you know, scold them or do something like that. You're kind of keeping that simmering in the background even after this crisis is over.
1: Yes, get close into someone's face and yell at them for not wearing a mask. That's not counterproductive. Uh, But, you know, it's like we've talked about with the vaccine. Uh, I, I feel very safe, vaccinated, that I could go to places without a mask, as you mentioned, the gym. However, if I'm going to a grocery store and that grocery store said for, you know, safety or to be cautious of others, I'm not going to throw a big deal about having to wear a mask in the grocery store. Again, if it makes other people feel safe, I'll do it. But places like the gym where the mask has become, for me, a huge issue, especially later on in the workout, uh, I'm hoping very uh, in the near future, we will be able to make those decisions to take those off.
0: I, you know, you, you, stick, you go to the grocery store. It's funny you bring that up. You stick your hand In you ever buy beans at the grocery store, you're just grabbing them all with your hand. I mean, you know, the grocery it's it's so funny if you were to put you know one of these health measures in place at the grocery store full time and then. Yes, keep on with everything else that you've got going.
1: Yes, I wear the mask, but I've touched every piece of produce.
0: <laughs> I there is a, a little bit of something to that. I kind of uh, think what is sampling gone at the? Can you take oh, a grape anymore? No, uh, you might be able to take a grape, but the actual sampling, the, what I looked forward to when oh, I go like station the people to station, handing stuff out, that has not come back yet. Yeah, that's that's pretty much gone. I'm just wondering, you know, you pick out a grape, or you know, you do. I, I don't t- think we should be advocating that. But uh, people do it. It's how you test the grapes. I mean, you, grapes are expensive. You want to make sure you're getting good grapes. You're allowed to test a grape? I've always tested a grape. Oh, I'm you have to remember that. You look at it. You tested. Make because Make sure I had it's a very not, gross. I had, a, I had a very bad grip experience on Friday. Because you didn't test them out before you bought them. Well, now I know that's the reason. It's like a cantaloupe, you know. You gotta you grab them, you <laughs> squeeze them around. Is this a good cantaloupe? Firm? I mean, does it have the one soft spot, or does it have fifteen soft spots? I mean, you know what are you what are you doing here? 803-0930. Hey,
1: let's get a call before we uh go. It's gonna be Tony in Angola. Tony, good morning. I got a couple um a couple thoughts. Number one is this: the mask now again is it. So that the disease doesn't come out or that the disease doesn't come in? Do you know which one? You know, that's a good question, Tony, and it's always been mixed answers. I think it's a little bit of both, right? If you have a mask on, you're probably protecting yourself from a few viruses. I'm not a doctor. This is just my opinion. Um, but if you feel a, a mask makes you safer, I'm guess you're doing it to protect yourself.
2: Okay, so then...
1: Why would you wear it to protect others if that's the if it's the other way around? I, I mean to give them just a sense of, uh, of safety. Again, yeah. I'm not going to wear it around walking outside. I'm not going to wear it around going to the gym. But if a store says it makes other people feel safer, I will put it on to, to go buy my few groceries. This is coming from someone who doesn't do weekly grocery store shops, though. I go for two or three things every day. <laughs> so the other thing is I just got back from a trip down south, and I was watching the golf tournament yesterday, and, you know, I was in Texas, Florida. I mean, uh, Tennessee, Arkansas. Um, we're, we're in a different planet. That's all I can tell you. We're in a different. We're in a different country up here in New York. Uh, the, the rest of the country is basically saying, "Okay, we're moving on. This is what we're doing," and uh, that's it. I mean, that turned to me yesterday in golf. Two weeks ago or two months ago, I mean, they would fist bump and maybe give a little elbow. Now they're hugging each other. Yeah. And I didn't see anybody in the crowd with a mask.
2: Uh, I, I don't know. Ten thousand people. I'm sure it was it was
1: a crowded golf course. No, you, you see photos from Texas and Florida. You see over the weekend in Vegas. Uh, yeah, people are living their lives. Yeah, I know. And So why aren't we?
0: Well, hey Tony, we thank you for the call. And uh, yeah, you saw that over the weekend. Uh, you, I, I think notably, the big one over the weekend was in Atlanta, where uh, the Braves there uh, for a couple of games now opened it up 100 percent capacity with uh, you know no real. I think they. Uh, you still have to wear a mask inside the stadium but how enforced that is Did I'm not 100% sure TV. probably not uh, all that enforced but they're going ahead we've seen it in Texas and yet we're still here talking about what is going to go on with the Blue Jays when they're here a month from now you know <laughs> exactly. what's it going to look like what are we going to be able to do and you can point to a lot of areas around the country where they're taking that next step and you know we're still here, I'm, I'm still here. I'm looking at the bills page for what buying uh, individual <laughs> tickets is yes. going to look like on Wednesday and what the uh, reimbursement policy is, if there's some sort of capacity or other restriction being put on that. So, yeah, there there is a different uh, parts of the country that look like a completely different country for sure. Hey, uh, more of your comments on this, you can call in 803-0930. And uh, well also, uh, something we heard over the weekend on schools is this lawsuit continues to go on in Orchard Park in Williamsville that we'll get to as well. But more of your comments on masks, if you think that will be with us for a long time in the future. It's 9-28. You're listening to As and Beamer on WBEN.
2: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste or if you overcame two more
1: reps, two more.
2: you deserve this ice cold reward modello the mark of the fighter. trick responsibly beer imported by Crownley port chicago illinois
0: it's b and
1: beamer now brian mazarowski and joe beamer news radio 930 wben
0: Back here on BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. And we're uh, talking about uh, a lot of stuff, including uh, what Dr. Fauci said over the weekend about more people electing to wear masks. Not a mask mandate, but probably seeing more people walking around wearing their mask once this is done, heading into the next flu season, the flu season after that, and kind of a, a seasonable trend, which I i don't think is a very surprising comment. at all. I, I no. absolutely think that you'll probably see that on a yearly basis going forward.
1: And it won't be one of those things where you're surprised to see it. It won't be a rare thing to see it. And again, if that if if that is if that makes someone feel safer, if that lets someone have that comfort to walk out of their house, uh, then
0: why not? I'll tell you what does happen is it changes the whole thing of... You used to see someone... If you saw someone in public wearing a mask, you would always be like, oh, steer clear of that guy, right? <laughs> I'm right Either here. because... They're either sick with something and they're wearing a mask, or they are immunocompromised to the point that, I don't want to, you know, I, they're wearing a mask for a reason. Stay away. Right. I do think now that, that more people are going to be wearing a mask where it's a little bit less like that on a yearly basis. True. this probably, You probably don't have that assumption that something is seriously wrong.
1: No. It's going to be, hey, remember that year that we all wore masks, or... I um, just want to feel that extra protection against the current strand of COVID nineteen because I do believe, just like the flu every year, you have different strands. That's that's going to be COVID nineteen, right? That what variant is popular that year, and, and why not add, add that protection, especially in the months where we see cases rise.
0: Kevin, you're on WBE, and what's going on?
2: Hey, good morning, guys. What what I find is uh, pretty ironic, actually, is how many people that wear the mask constantly grope it right where they're inhaling the next and exhaling from. Then if they're servicing you, they don't wash their hands. Then you question them about it, and they look at you like a deer in a headlight. And I don't wear a mask, and I won't wear a mask, and I don't have to. And you say where a store can deny you service if you don't put a mask on. That's not true. The accommodation law in the State clearly states you're open for business. You have to accommodate anyone that walks in your door other than a bar or a liquor store.
0: All right, Kevin, thanks for the call. I don't think anyone ever said that you can deny somebody service. I think I, some stores will, you know, keep that uh, on, you know, mass welcome or something I like that. I think stores will
1: ask you, yeah. There's not going
0: to be a mandate going no, forward. There's not going to be a security guard
1: over. outside of Wegmans uh, escorting you to your car. But I'm saying I think for added comfort, added protection, and, and again, it, it, like I said, I, I will – continue to wear it at certain places that ask you to wear it for the comfort of other people. I We do live in a community as divisive as we want to be politically. We all do live in western New York. And if me wearing a mask makes Brian feel more comfortable or makes someone I don't know feel more comfortable, I will do it for their
0: comfort. Well, we're still trying to. I, I mean, this is all this talk from, and this is what troubles me when we get into talking about, oh, masks in the future. You know, will you be wearing the, the mask in the winter of uh, 2021 and 2022? And, you know, why, why don't we focus on wearing the mask or uh, doing something right now? You well, know, yeah, what's going yeah. on right now? Because as of right now, you still can't go to school five days a week uh, for most students in western New York, yep. uh, depending on where you are in school. now that did change for some students on Friday, where they got the news that beginning next week, they should be able to go to school five days a week, and that's middle and high schoolers in Williamsville and Orchard Park. A judge in a a state Supreme Court gave a temporary order saying that full-time in-person learning would return for those students in those districts. They used the state's transmission rate where as of right now in New York State their rule is for middle and high school students, if the case load is near a hundred per one over a hundred per 100,000 people in the county, then middle and high school students can't go to three feet of distancing. And what this judge said is, you know basically if it's at or near a hundred per 100,000 people because setting a, a, a fine line like that, where you could be bouncing above, and it's a little impractical. So that's kind of what the judge said over on Friday, is that it's at or near 100. And because we're near 100, these kids should get back in the classroom and uh, begin learning like so many others around the country have. Erie County Executive Mark Cars was asked by Channel 4 over the weekend his reaction to that.
1: Pretty much every decision that was ruled against government at the local government uh, local court uh, uh, level was appealed and overturned on appeal so i think it's very important to say this is not the end of it there's going to be an
0: appeal and we'll see what happens all right so he's basically saying that whoa whoa i know everyone's excited you get to go back to school it's finally the moment you've been waiting for middle and high schoolers who have been out of school for so long it's near the end of the school year The judge said you can go back, and he's basically saying, well, well, the state for sure is going to appeal this decision. This is not the final word. And the questions come up in my mind of, (laughs) listen, this is being done all over the country, where you have kids going back to school with no major incident. And it's happened not just in the past year, not just since vaccines, but all throughout the world. Um, I'm documented in schools throughout Europe long known children are at low risk of developing serious illness from covid and that there's no greater risk three feet apart than six feet whether you're talking about that study in massachusetts or whether you're talking about schools that have been open for the better part of the last year and yet here we are with a judge uh, first of all, it's the courts having to get involved here and only talking about two school districts in saying that you know we can put this down to three feet of distancing By the way, everyone still has to wear a mask when you're in school. All these other things still have to be abided by to get kids into school. But let's get back to school full time, five days a week. You have these safety measures in place. And based on what we've seen and where the numbers are right now, there should be no real negative consequences from that. And the first response from people in government is to say, hold on we're going to fight back against that decision right. to get more kids in school. Yeah. We're, we're for sure. We don't know. there. I mean, there's no final decision. There has been no appeal filed by the state. But we know for sure the state is going to act to try and make sure that the kids don't get to return to school five days a week. I, that, that should tell you a lot about where we are right now, that the biggest action the state is taking on schools on a week-to-week basis is to fight against the courts who are trying to get kids back into school. By the way, still wearing masks, still with a lot of safety precautions in place. It's still not a normal school day, but at least getting kids in there five days a week. So 20 days from now, you will be able
1: to cram 100% capacity at a casino, yet the state still wants to fight back against kids Some kids who are, you know, in their final few weeks of high school, um, and you would think the leaders would be, you know, we want our kids to be safe, but we understand five days a week at school. We understand getting that schooling, especially for students that have been struggling with the hybrid model, to get them back in school. As Brian said, you look all around the country. You look at schools that have been in session all year, five days a week, full capacity. There are schools in this country that – Kids aren't even wearing masks. We're not saying get rid of the masks. We're saying you can do three feet. There have been studies, scientific studies, and kids need to be back in school. You're doing it for elementary school kids. Why are we letting middle school and high school kids, some that need those credits, coming from someone who needed those credits, some who need those credits in these final weeks,
0: Well, it's not just about the credits. It's in, I hear all the time, well, what's the point now? You know, are you going to switch it up now? You know, what's the point of going back for a few weeks or a month? And you look at some of the studies that have been done in the areas where they do tests to see what's been lost over the last year. And this is in Edmonton in Alberta. They discovered that students in grades one through three were reading at about eight to 12 months below their grade levels. And uh, the CBC on this talked to a professor who said that about 75% of children who don't uh, overcome their reading difficulties by the end of grade three continue to struggle throughout their school life. So elementary kids, uh, you know, thank goodness, have the ability to go back on a more open basis with that three feet of distancing throughout the area. But it still means a lot to kids in those later grades who have slipped behind to try and recover something before they move forward into yet another year of schooling. And can you imagine, for some of us it's been longer than others, but thinking back to some of those harder classes you took in high school, in college, in middle school, and some of the struggles you might have had in school, and maybe when you go into algebra in 7th and 8th grade, how difficult that would be if the entire year before you spent doing, you know, half math, away from school, not getting that hands-on help uh, from a teacher every single day that you get in a classroom, how much more difficult that's going to be in the next year. And so that's what uh, parents who sued the state and trying to get their kids back in Williamsville and Orchard Park are trying to do. I'm still surprised that these judges' decisions, whether we're talking about schools or restaurants or anything else, are being limited to only the districts or only the businesses that are bringing this forth in class or in a courtroom and not expanding that to include all school districts, all businesses, because it is the same mandates that they're going after. Uh, But still, here's a decision to allow kids the opportunity to start clawing back and to start making that up. The academic, the social, the emotional things that they've been missing over the last year And the first reaction that we heard in government was this
1: pretty much every decision that was ruled against government at the local government uh, local court uh, uh, level was appealed and overturned on appeal so i think it's very important to say This is not the end of it.
2: There's going to be an appeal, and we'll see what happens.
0: And that just doesn't sound like the attitude of rooting for the kids to get back in the classroom like it's what's happening all across the world.
1: As someone who can relate to struggling in classes, Brian, and that's with being there five days a week, uh, I can't imagine, you know, my freshman year of high school, I failed algebra and had to actually take it again sophomore year. Um, And for, say, I was in sophomore year this year. When we weren't in class five days a week i i couldn't only imagine uh, i'd be in summer school because i struggled when i was there five days a week having to take that class again with a hybrid model doing most of my work on the computer not having a teacher there after school to go to and say why was this wrong what did i do wrong i I still don't get what everything equals yeah exactly uh, you know, so I can I can definitely relate to a child that may have been struggling when this all started last year, may have failed that class just because he took it once does not mean it's easier the second time around, let me tell you. Um, and not having those materials at the school, not having that guidance from a teacher one-on-one, there's only so much you can do on the computer. When it comes to problem solving, especially math, that's the best example I can think of, there's nothing better than how did I do this wrong? And seeing someone do that work right in front of you, I don't believe you get that same connection on a computer.
0: I just don't understand what it is that would make the first reaction from the state of New York say, we're fighting back. Yeah, I mean, is it? Don't don't get used to this. Is it something with ego? Is it something that, you know, how dare somebody say that our rules are not what's best for everybody? Is Does it have to do with that at all? because that's well, that's unacceptable if it's true that's not following the science like we've been told to do that's not doing what's best for the people who have been really hurt the most over the last year and that's kids who for and we've talked about this in the past a year is a humongous portion of your life a year in yep. these developmental uh, stages are a uh, huge parts of your life uh, a year as a teenager are some of the greatest times of your life, and you've been completely robbed of that, and we are just going to... And it's not a wild thing here that it was decided by the judge on Friday. You're simply moving the distance from six to three feet, something that's recommended from doctors everywhere, from the CDC, something that can be done safely. It's been proven. It's not a wild switch. It's not saying we're removing all... Uh, health uh, mandates and you're going back to school as if this was April of 2018 right this is a very simple thing to get more kids back in the classroom and the first reaction is no we'll see this is going to be fought we're fighting we're pushing back against this no questions asked don't get used to being in school and to have that you know initial reaction I, I just I can't understand why that's the place that we're coming from.
1: I'll tell you what I don't understand. As soon as it's a science, as soon as multiple studies showed that this is a safe way to get kids back in the school, why the state of New York is treading water instead of, yes, you know what? The science shows it. Doctors approve it. Let's get these kids back in school full time. All If I was in charge, and believe me, that wouldn't be the best case, but if I was in charge, uh, I if I saw that Study after study, and just look at states that have had kids in school all year. I would say, yes, it's time. Let's get these kids back in school full time. Let's stop fighting it. Let's make sure that the number one focus is getting the children, the future back in school and back on track.
0: Well, and there's been a reluctance to send kids back, even though, uh, you know, as you mentioned, whether it's studies, whether it's doctors speaking out, and it's not just recently, it's over. The past year plus, the leading pediatricians in the area found the risks are quite low, especially if precautions are taken, and dangers seem to be exaggerated. Few people are really thinking about the huge benefit to not just the kids, but to everybody. I mean, we talked about the unemployment numbers uh, and the jobs report that came out this past Friday. Who is hurting Uh, As we talked to Jill Schlesinger of Jill on Money earlier this morning, it's women hurting who are not going back to work because kids are not back in school. And what are you going to do? You know, all of a sudden you have a what? Eight hundred dollar a month child care bill because somebody has to watch over your kids. It's not an option. There is a huge benefit to society to getting these schools back open, yet it's uh, being fought in the state tooth and nail. Every single place we turn to and uh, to for that to be the first reaction to what a lot of parents were celebrating in Williamsville and in Orchard Park has to be a little disheartening. And I also think it's pretty disheartening to parents in other school districts around the state that you're watching possibly two districts be able to send their middle and high schoolers back to school on a regular basis. And you're still going to have to sit on the sidelines unless you can somehow Pony up enough money to take the fight inside of a courtroom and, you know, organize that effort, which is a big ask on parents on top of everything else they're expected to do, uh, especially now that they're playing teacher and parent at the same time uh, for a lot of them.
1: It's got to be disappointing to see the results Friday and then to see... Our elected leaders rooting against it and rooting for the appeal. Hey, Brian! Before we get out of here, I do want to say that there was an announcement made last hour. The Comeback Tour is coming to Darien Lake. Zach Brown Band. They're coming September 5th. That is the Sunday before Labor Day, a week before the NFL season kicks off. Zach Brown, the Comeback Tour. I love these names, by the way. All these tours, the Gather Again Tour. The I just want to be right here to her. I'm already sick of it. I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for a comedian to bring back the funny tour. her. Uh, but Darien Center, September 5th, the comeback tour. Zach Brown uh, bringing his,
0: his band here this no, that's year. That's pretty cool. And I've noticed this all these shows and what we're going to see from the Bills later on this week tickets go on sale. Tickets are on sale as if. Everyone's going to be there. Yep. As if it's 100% capacity, as if there's no restrictions at all. And then it, there's the disclaimer, if you look on all of them. Eh, I, stuff might change, and our refund policies will adjust. But as of now, we're selling the tickets as if everything's going to be open. I, that's Very a positive promising. sign. Very that's promising. A, I like to see that. Um, Joe, you're not going to be with me over the next few days. The next
1: three days, you'll have to uh, wait till 10 to hear me. But, uh, Brian, I know you'll... Have a great show.
0: All right, yeah, I'll be right here. Beam and Beamer on WBEN.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T
0: Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.